Luis Robert is dropping bombs. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we're talking all things MLB DFS, getting you ready for your holiday weekend. That's right, it's a holiday, so everyone's going to be celebrating. It's going to be amazing. Keep an eye out this weekend, too, because the NFL version drops. Yes, that's right, the pre-snap show with Scott Bogman and me, Joey P., getting you all prepared for your NFL DFS. The DFS show will happen next week, but these are our conference previews, AFC and NFC. Be on the lookout for those today. And subscribe to the pre-snap by LineStar right here, anywhere you listen to uh, podcasts, iHeartRadio. If you're listening to Spotify, if you're listening to iTunes, if you're listening to the Stitcher, the Google, all the things that the kids like, and subscribe to this show as well. And while you're at it, make sure you go get that LineStar app and upgrade to that premium product and get you ready to go because MLB, NFL, all things are happening. And yesterday, Bubba, Clayton Kershaw was exactly who we want him to be. And Luis Robert has a ball and <laughs> has hit a ball that hasn't landed yet. Yeah, it was it was wild. It was kind of a slow night for the most part. And then the Chicago Bats just woke up. It helps when Matt Harvey gets brought in out of the bullpen. That's really a good thing. But um, yeah, Lou Bob hit an absolute just moonshot. The kid's hitting over 280 this year, which is Pretty impressive for a guy that people were kind of skeptical about coming into the season. And then Kershaw looks great. I actually watched a lot of that game. And, you know, he's hitting 92 consistently. And that makes his other stuff filthy. So he had a no-no going until uh, the last out of the sixth. So he was playing really well. Yeah, 5-1 and one now on the year. His ERA is at one five zero. So incredible job there. Uh, and, Robert, look, you know, uh, as soon as the season got shortened, I kept saying, everybody, go overpay overpay because yes, agreed. even if this guy's got holes in his swing or holes in his game and you think eventually he's going to get exposed it's just not going to be enough time in 60 games for anybody to figure that out and now i'm starting to think that maybe it's not going to get figured out uh teoscar no. hernandez hit another bomb by the way if you could believe that <laughs> three run home run in the 10th he continues to hit the red sox continue to lose uh the angels beat the padres to nothing so clevenger didn't pitch poorly not a lot of strikeouts though so we got that one wrong as a bummer. I'll, I'll, I'll hang on that one. But Kershaw was good. So if you're playing cash, we were uh, very good in cash games yesterday. Uh, Andrew Heaney ended up besting him in seven innings there. Pete Alonso hit a home run the 10th uh, to take the Mets over the Yankees 9-7. Edwin Diaz with a win. <laughs> Edwin Diaz. Uh, it's funny. How is his ERA only in the twos? How is that possible? <laughs> it's actually been decent since the start of the year. But, yeah, like if it's a closing situation, not good, Bob. Yeah, maybe make him a starting pitcher. How about that? Uh, Alec Baum and a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 10th, and the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Nationals 6-5. Boy, the Nats can't buy a win right now. They're getting smoked by the Phillies all week here. Not good. Uh, we you know, we talked about yesterday staying away from Ford outcome game of the Astros and Rangers, maybe taking a shot on the Lance Lynn side, but Zach Greinke was the better yesterday. 3-0 now on the year, 2-9-1 ERA. Uh, Aledmus Diaz hit a 3 run home run, and Michael Brantley, who – continues to be the most cost-effective dude in the planet. Every day, he's like around 2.9 on FanDuel, and every day the guy just hits. I mean, 
what more do you want from that? And it's a good thing we stayed away from Alec Mills too, because that guy lost, and a lot of people were on that game. Sometimes it's you know it feels too safe or feels like oh well this guy's all right, but the Pirates are bad. You know what? That's not a good enough reason. You have to like it in order to get involved in it, and we didn't like it, so we did not. And hopefully you didn't either. So any other takeaways from yesterday's games for you, Bubba? No, not really. A lot of it was late inning chaos. Most starters were decent, uh, if not serviceable, and it just got blown up late. Uh, like you said, Teoscar went deep in extra innings. Um, the the White Sox went deep late. It wasn't too too much craziness to be had on the diamond. All right, now take us through today, Bubba, because it's like doubleheader <laughs> madness. We got five hundred and seventy eight games on the slate today. So how how's this working out here? Drop drop some knowledge on the people before we start yeah. our new day. I- I kind of want to paint my face and go. It's the DS Day doubleheaders today. It's uh, it's wild. <laughs> there's there's um there's twenty games on tap today, but I believe there's eight teams playing doubleheaders. So all the day games are doubleheaders, and then they'll play at the night. So when you're looking at your your slates, Fanduel has a ten game slate because they start at six forty Eastern. None of the doubleheaders are on that. So just cross those eight games off right out or ten games off right out the gate. And then you go to DraftKings, they only have a nine-game slate starting at 7 Eastern because, like usual, they can't adapt 30 minutes earlier. So <laughs> none of the doubleheaders are on the slates. Cross those seven-inning games off and focus on the evening. Yeah, that's uh, my head is spinning. I don't know. <laughs> but don't worry, everybody. We're going to make it work. So how do you want to do this? You want to you wanna just, like, separate the night slates and do that? You want to talk a little of the days? What do you think is the best approach today so that we get everybody the information they need to be successful? Yeah, I would keep the night slate, the main slate separate because that's going to want to be where everyone's mainly focused. We want to touch on the the doubleheader early stuff we can, but most of the action will be on the evening because playing seven game DFS slates makes things even more fun. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, just look at some of the day games too. I mean, you know, the Tigers and Twins, you got the uh, the Orioles and the Yankees here on this one. I mean, that 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 could be good from a certain perspective of of offense okay um mm-hmm. i don't know i mean look it looks like a lot of offense there's hardly any pitching in the daytime that gets you excited yeah. at all that you feel comfortable starting you mean Luis castillo against the pirates i feel a little antsy about because castillo yeah. hasn't been you know hasn't been able to deliver the results so really i, I think we just go with the main slate too so i, I think that's what we're me. gonna do let's not waste you know because that's what we're about here we don't want to waste <laughs> everybody's time we want to get you in make sure you get with the information you need because you know it's just just because this slate is there doesn't mean you play the entire thing or you have to mm-hmm. it's the same thing you have to look and and uh, i mean seriously are you really excited about austin voth today or tommy malone no <laughs> nope. no not I, unless you're using bats <laughs> well that's what i mean you can use all the bats in the world but looking yeah. at this it's i'm sure a lot of people will take castillo and then just try to figure it out um and that's about it like i think that's the best thing you can hope for and the problem is that's it. Like it's it's all just offense. So if you don't have that pitcher and everyone's just kind of looking around, I mean, you can pay up for all the offense you want, and just hope that you can out thump everybody. That's kind of mm-hmm. tricky. And I don't think that's a good investment there. But I do think it's a good investment though in the evening. So let's start it off. It's a new day. Yes, it is. It's Friday. Oh my goodness. If ever there needed to be a Friday, this is the week for it for sure. Pablo Lopez at 8.5, starting off the all-day slate on FanDuel against Josh Fleming. At 7.8. Now, Pablo Lopez has been better at home than on the road, but uh, would you even tempt fate anyway against the Rays? Because the Rays are in first place, ladies and gentlemen. Look at those Rays. They're just rolling right now. Garrett Cooper is a good value at 2.8. 
Jesus Aguilar is a good value at 2.9 if you're trying to add in some of this game a little bit to the main slate. But what are your thoughts on this one? Do you add this in or just let it go? I pretty much let it go. Both teams, you know, the pitchers actually aren't that bad. It just depends on um, what, who goes longer, I guess, and doesn't slip up. So I'm gonna just going to kind of pass on this game. It literally, it doesn't sound like it, but it's almost like a four-outcome game with these two arms. Yeah, no, I can see that. I actually can see that. Um, because these arms aren't scary to me, and I do like a couple of these value bats. If I'm having trouble finding value on the board offensively, I wouldn't mind expanding to this and, and getting those bats in there. Because, like I said, when you get in Cooper, a 2-8 hit in the three-hole, Aguilar, 2-9, that, that's kind of tempting there. It's not a great offensive ballpark, too. I get that. There, you know, there's some negatives in there. Even Starling Marte is a 3.1. I mean, that 2-3-4 over on Fanduel yeah. is pretty good. Um, you know yeah, what else is pretty bad. good? Uh, <laughs> I like this next one. Oh boy. <laughs> How many, what's the over under and hits in the game between Jake Arrieta and Rick Porcello? Can I, can I get a, can I get a hit total in this game? Not enough. No, <laughs> not enough is a good answer. Uh, all right. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to fade away from the pitchers here today. The shocker. Hit I know. Home. Uh, but let's talk first about some of the fan duel values of the bats. We got Jeff McNeil at 2.6. Uh, Alonzo down in the sixth hole at 3.5. You know, these are two guys that carried this team last year, and now they're hitting towards the bottom of this order, which is kind of surprising. But this is where we are. Uh, J.D. Davis at 2.7 in the three spot. Michael Conforto's been brilliant. 3.3 for him is a terrific value. He should be in the 3.8 range in terms of what he's bringing to you. By the way, congratulations. Uh, I was the odd man out yesterday. Ryan Humphreys goes yard. Your Reese's Pieces uh, went yes. yard. So everybody's good but me. I'm stuck here all by myself. I should have went with Robert instead of Valoy, but what are you going to do? So take me through the Philly side of this one. What are the values you're going against uh, Rick Porcello with? Yeah, the Phillies are a little pricey on this one, but you could look maybe at a, a McCutcheon leading off at 33. If you're playing in tournaments, Jay Bruce at 3K is always good because he can run into one real easy versus right-handed pitching. But um, value-wise, isn't a ton on the Phillies unless you're willing to pay up a little bit because Hoskins is expensive, Harper is expensive, even Real Muto's 37. So – the value lies more so with the Mets, as you mentioned, but there's a little bit like with the Phils. Well, the value lies with the Mets, and on top of that, I mean, it's Jake Arietta. Like, I don't, I would take yeah. Arietta anyway, even if I had to pay more, mm -hmm. I would go be going against him. Um, boy, on, on a DK, Bryce Harper at 6.1, Real Muto at 5.2. Yikes. <laughs> pay, pay for what you get over there. No, but Alec Baum is the guy on DK tonight. 3.1 for him, 2.5 on FanDuel. That's... That's the yeah, price. That's the dude. That's where you want to go. I don't mind a Med Rosario at 3K at shortstop if you want to punt either. He, he, was, he had a good game yesterday. He's getting off the DIL, getting a little healthy. So I don't mind Rosario at all. All right. How do you feel about going against Carlos Carrasco today? Uh, the Brewers are going against him. Corbin Burns is 7-6. Carlos Carrasco is 9.3 on FanDuel over on DK. Carrasco is 10.2. Corbin Burns is 8. Um, I don't know. Keston Hura just has hit all year. He's 3.5 on FanDuel. That's a decent value enough for him. Uh, he's super expensive. Him and Yelich are both 5.2. Uh, I just can't I can't put that in my mind. I don't know. That pricing just drives me crazy. Uh, but what are your thoughts on, on maybe attacking Carlos Carrasco tonight as an oppo play? It is an oppo play in a tournament. I don't hate it. I'm definitely not paying 10-2 for him on DraftKings. Like, I like Carrasco. I'm not paying 9-3 for him in FanDuel. No. I got news for you. I'm not paying that either. He no. hasn't been good enough lately. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. We talked about Luis Castillo. He's just, Carrasco's been so shaky. Can he, can he pitch great? Sure. But, you know, on DraftKings, in, in reality, I like Corbin Burns as an SP2 at 8K against an Indians offense that's, you know, very inconsistent. We've seen Burns get strikeouts. So, 
that that's an option on DraftKings. But to attack Carrasco, DraftKings, the prices are, are crazy. Like you mentioned, Yellick and Hira to get going. They just got rid of Justin Smoke. Um, you're, you're losing a lot of the value in that lineup. So you can definitely attack him if you want to be contrarian. You can look down in the order. Ben Gamble's been leading off. He's 23 on FanDuel. He, he's a very, very nice value at the top of that order. And then on FanDuel, obviously, you can get the Yellicks and whatnot cheaper if you so choose. All right, let's go over to the White Sox. Another guy's very cheap tonight on DK is Dane Dunning at 5.8 mm-hmm. against Brady Singer at 6.5. Now, this is fun if you're a baseball fan, especially like a young dynasty player baseball fan. Dane Dunning at 7.7 on FanDuel. Brady Singer at 6.3. You know, I think both of our problems are probably going to be how long will they last? Would you flip a coin here maybe and take Dane Dunning for the strikeouts on a secondary arm and DK at 5'8"? I mean, 5'8", that lets you pretty much do whatever you want. You can go get Harper at 6'2". If you have Dane Dunning as your secondary pitcher, are you willing to go that route? It is the Royals. I think I'm willing to tempt fate on there personally. What do you think? Yeah, I love Dane Dunning at 5'8". That's just way too cheap. DraftKings, he's pricing these young guys too cheap. I think it's maybe because we don't know how long they're going to go. You know, he's gone four and a third, then he went five his last time. Regardless, he has seven Ks in both starts. Yeah, that, was, out, that was gonna be my point. If you strike yeah, out seven guys and get, the, get to the fifth inning with a W, then pff, yep. forget it. You just yeah, blown I love, out. I love I love him yeah. at five eight. Yeah, I mean it make, makes perfect sense to me. Robert is four nine on DK, Aloy's five, Jose Abreu's five four. It's very expensive if you want to get in on this game. And I guess here's the question too. Singer's pretty good. Do you have enough respect for him or no? It's still White Sox all day long. Still White Sox. If you can afford them, it's still a very, very strong stack. And people won't run as much because they usually focus on the White Sox when the lefty's on the mound. It's okay because once Singer's gone, like we mentioned, it might not go long. That uh, Royals bullpen's depleted and not great. Yeah. Uh, Luis Roberts at 3-6 tonight. Aloy's at 3-4. Jose Abreu's at 3-7. So his price has come down a little bit this week. So is Tim Anderson at 3-5. Moncada at 3-2 is a nice value, too. I'm waiting for him to start popping again, too. Yep, eventually. that's what yep, it feels like. Definitely. All right. This Grand, one's Grandal t- at 28 also, just to throw yeah. that out there. He's well, really well. Look, this whole lineup is just good. They just don't yeah. quit, man. That's just who yeah. they are. Uh, this next one is tricky. And I'm going to, you know, sometimes we take a stand on the Ford Outcome game. Sometimes we we just run away from them. Um, you Darvish has been so damn good. He's at home. I know it's expensive, 11.2 over on FanDuel. It's going against Jack Flaherty, who's 9.7. On fan, on DK, he's 11K. Jack Flaherty's 9-4. I don't love the cash game arms tonight. I think you Darvish is worth the money. And I think despite the matchup, my confidence level is still very high in you Darvish. He's earned it. I got, got at a certain point, I have to kind of stand up and give the guy credit of how damn good he's been. And he's pitching like a Cy Young right now. Him and Kershaw, like that's kind of the conversation of these guys in the National League. Do you feel confident against the Cardinals who have been hitting the ball a lot and against Jack Flaherty, one of the better pitchers in the National League, or is his four outcomes potentially scare the hell out of you? Um, I'm going to tell you, Darvish, especially in cash. I have no problem with that at all. You compare him with Dane Dunning in cash and still get all the bats you want. Like, Don't be worried about the riskiness of Dane Dunning. The floor is still pretty solid there. We saw people use Taiwan Walker last night and pretty much cashed all your cash games everywhere. You can uh, take that advantage to your, your bat. So use, use you, Darvish. If he struggle, struggles, he struggles, but he's so elite right now. Just think Garrett Cole last year. Think what Shane Bieber's doing this year. He's worth hey, the price. How about you think of you Darvish last year? You Darvish last yes, year was this exactly. Elite. And, well, people keep, point, people keep yeah. clowning on him. That's the problem. Like They just yeah. don't trust him, and he's so good. Well, this is that perfect thing of whether or not you trust him. Tonight is the example yeah. of, you know, is the example to make an example if you do. Because I do um see how ian happ is too but if he's good mm-hmm. I, that's one guy who's been smoking hot you know it's funny in the black book 
I, I, I were glowing things this year about Ian Happ, and he's been my guy all year. Like, okay, you know, I'm going to go down this well one more time. There's too much talent. Give him some time. Last year in September, he came up and he was good. And Ian Happ has been brilliant. I mean, I'm so happy that this has worked out for this kid because this is another guy. He's only 25 years old. People want to write him off already. It's crazy. It's just way too young. Uh, but that's an important bat in this lineup. I'm not going to go crazy with, you know, going against Jack Flaherty, but I still think Ian Happ at 3-3, if he's in the lineup and healthy enough, he's okay. He's 4-2 over on DK. He's just been that good. Uh, all right, let's uh, – now, this one, the the second game of the Yankee doubleheader is on the FanDuel slate, but not on the DK slate. Am I seeing that properly? No, it's not on the it's not on their main slate. Maybe it's on a different slate, but it's not on their main slate. Ugh, God, my head hurts. Well, then forget it. I can't even. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just it. It's dizzying sometimes. It's going on. Let's go to the next one here. Astros Lance McCullers eight point four on FanDuel against Dylan Bundy eight point seven. Talk about four outcomes. This is like a hundred outcomes. Dylan Bundy, by the way, is two thousand dollars more than McCullers it's on crazy. DK. That is mm-hmm. bananas. Let me tell you right now in a in a tournament. On DK, I'd much rather take a shot at McCullers beating Bundy and and save that 2K and take a take a flyer on it, see what happens. Why not? Michael Brantley's just 3.4 still on uh, DK. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 3.4 on FanDuel as well, so the price has ticked up just a little bit recently. Finally, they caught up to him. But I, I don't get this, man. Like, I'm running away from this game on FanDuel, but on DK, I'm going to take a shot at Mc, McCullers. I mean, that to me makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you could. The Angels' bats are rough. I just don't. I haven't seen anything from, from McCullers on the road that I like at all. So I'm going to kind of fade away from that one on this slate. I actually think Bundy's an interesting tournament art on Fanduel at $8,700 yeah. because of that price difference there. Because when he's on, this Astros offense doesn't really scare people. If it wasn't for Brantley the last two days, they've had nothing at, at all. So right, and now two days out of the lineup too. Out. Yeah, he's getting an so, MRI. I, I wouldn't even I say Mike. I'd be shocked if he was in the lineup. Shocked. Yep. So that's where I would go on that one. Yeah. Generally speaking, let me put a button on this one. I'm running away from this game, but this is the kind of thing on a Friday night where you're looking for, okay, differential in a, in a GPP multi-entry thing. Like, like Bob was saying, it's Bundy maybe on the FanDuel side. You take a shot there. You take a shot on, on McCullers. See, you know, and like, it's not, not crazy money. You know, it's like one of those $10 entry kind of things or $5 entry. just like, you know, okay. Let's let's pick a side of this game and see which one I can get right. And maybe if you have the right combination, you can do pretty well in a tournament. But for the most part, I'm running away from this game because this has so many variables in it between these two teams. Both these offenses are, you know, basically relying on like two or three guys right now. <laughs> the rest of the offense is not good. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Kyle Cody. My God. Kyle Cody. Never trust a guy with two first names, Bubba. That's what my dad would say. He deserves to pitch in Texas because he sounds like he should be a Texas Ranger. I mean, really, Kyle Cody. You know, (laughs) is there a more Texas Ranger name than Kyle Cody? Yep. Jeez, against Yusei Kikuchi of the Seattle Mariners. I'm going to pass on everybody on this one, except I guess you go go for the Kyles, right? Not Cody, but uh, Seager and Lewis. (laughs) I mean, I, I think you could go with those two guys, right? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, the, the Mariners could be a sneaky stack tonight because Cody, he's only thrown as high as 39 pitches, so he's not long for the game. You got Texas bullpen. I think the Mariners can be quite interesting tonight if you want to uh, get a little different and contrarian on your slate. Kyle Lewis is 5 1 on DK, but on FanDuel, he's just 3 6. So it tells you that the algorithm likes the dude, and one, one place doesn't have him high enough, or maybe one place has him too high, <laughs> or both is yeah. true, possibly. possibly. All right. <clears throat> 
I think Dustin May is going to be very highly owned tonight uh, in Los Angeles. He's at home against the Rockies. Rockies have been a good team, though. Uh, at 7K, it's really, really tempting. But I, I don't know if I'm comfortable with it against the Rockies right now with the way they've played. And, you know, that offense is, is pretty good. And, and like, I, I love Dustin May. I've got him in my keeper league. Uh, but I, I don't know. There's something about this one tonight. It's, it's like it's because it's priced so low. I just feel like the ownership is going to be so high and it, I don't know. There's something not fishy. That's something fishy about this one for me. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. Do you think that this is the trap of the night or you think this is no lock it in? It's perfect. It's seven K go out there and crush it. What do you think about Dustin may against the Rockies tonight? I just can't play him. Cause he's not striking anybody out. He might That's get you six problem. innings. So, so the, the quality starts even in question for him. He doesn't strike any guys out. Antonio Sensatella is actually outperforming him from a fantasy aspect this season because of what he's doing. If that, just wrap your head around that for two seconds. So May's a great pitcher. Hopefully he figures out strikeouts one day, but he just doesn't have them. So as, as juicy as 7K is, I get it. It's going to probably make things very popular. I can't bring myself to do it. Do you just have enough faith that, in Sensatella at 7-4 on the other side? I mean, at practically the same price. If you wanted to be uber contrarian i'm not against it because i watched that dodgers game like i said last night they scored a couple runs in the first inning but they're very bleak the night before they hit yeah they, like muncie bellinger first, like, like they've Mookie, been quiet they've been Mookie had quiet. that great stretch Corey seager had that great stretch but they, they do feel a little lackluster right now i'm not gonna lie yep. like they definitely are in yep. that vein yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you it's interesting i, th- I think that, i think there's and let me say it's on dk Sends a tell at 6.7 kind of slots into that alternate Dane Dunning too, if you want to differentiate a little bit, because they're right in the same wheelhouse and sends might have, you know, a, a decent shot too in this one to score some points in a different way. Yep. Definitely. Totally agree on that one. All right. So Dustin may, we're not feeling it. Sorry. We love you. I love you. I love the, the big red hair thing. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I am. I am feeling this next dude. Uh, Zach Davies at 8.5 yep. for the Padres against Jesus Lazardo seven, seven Lazardo. You know, clearly the better talent, but I don't care. <laughs> I want Davies. Davies is 8.9. He's got five W's, pitching well, good strikeout to walk. I just had a conversation on the on the TV show uh, with Rudy Gamble about Zach Davies. We were talking about surprises, and look, we're just riding this wave. I don't know when it's going to end. Hopefully it doesn't end tonight. But he's another guy that's kind of earned respect. The Padres are playing good baseball. Hosmer's good. You know, Will Myers has been good. They, I mean, I feel like they've gotten that – that little boost too, since the trade deadline where you just feel pretty good. I know they dropped yesterday's game, but you know, that happens sometimes, but I, I don't, I'm going to go out there with Zach Davies, good pitcher ballpark in Oakland. And I think a lot of people will be on Lazardo because of the name brand recognition. Not realize that Zach Davies is having the better year. Yes, Joe, my friend, Joe, we are seeing the same thing here. I, I like good. Davies quite a bit. I'm a big fan of Davies, what he's done there. This Oakland offense, a couple things. It's very, very hit and miss. And secondly, I'm a fan of uh, fading teams that have sat around for four or five days. So yeah. uh, give me some Zach Davies tonight. And Olsen had been stone cold too. Like that, yep. you know, they're just, there's another one. It's not, it's kind of like the, uh, the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers were mm-hmm. clicking, the A's were clicking. And then now I guess this is their dog days of summer kind of thing that they're doing. I, I guess. Yeah. We're, we're speeding everything together here. So yes, this is the dog it's, days of summer. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It really is. Um, and look, it's just, you might want to fade away from the lefties in this lineup too, but I think San Diego can do enough here with, you know, the guys at the top. I think Tatis and Machado just kind of by themselves can get it done. I know it's kind of a, you know, a lefty lineup, but Will Myers also been swinging decent yep. this year too. A little rebound season for him. All right, last on the slays, the 945 game, Taylor Clark 
and the D-backs against Tyler Anderson. So Taylor versus Tyler. Oh, my goodness. Where where, where are we going for this? Look at Cattell Marte all the way down to 2.8. My goodness. My, how the mighty have fallen. Yep, the mighty have fallen. This is a game that you can get some late-night hammers in. The Giants offense is actually, like, I, I talk about them a lot on the show. People think I'm crazy, but they keep hitting. Brandon Bell's only 3K on FanDuel. I think that's a, a very strong play. Longo's hitting. Brandon Crawford's hitting. Alex Dickerson's hitting. They're all values on the slate. Clark's not a great pitcher, and he's not going to go long for the game. So I think the Giants bring some nice late value. Anderson owned the D-backs last time he faced them. Doesn't mean he's going to do it again, obviously. But I like the Giants side of this one, playing at home. Uh, a day's rest yesterday goes a long way in the shortened season. Give me their bats uh, against Taylor Clark tonight if you want a little late-night uh, low-ownership hammer. What about Dickerson at, at 2-8-2? Is, is he in there, yeah. too, for you? Yeah. I mean, either, Dickerson either and Longoria value or a piece of a stack for sure. Yeah, yep. it just, I I'm mean, Brandon Belt, like, yeah, having a good season, getting on base, making things happen, Very you good. know, you know, 3K. There's definitely value there. It's funny, the Giants are starting to become the uh, the new A's in that sense, where you look at the night slate, yep. you got to go looking for some value. <laughs> it's like, yep. well, he used to always be Big like time. Ramon Laureano, and now somehow it's become Brandon Belt. I don't know how that happened, but it's 2020, <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't be so surprised. So, just to kind of recap for you, because it's a very confusing day. Both of us are into Zach Davies there against Lazardo. Both of us are respecting you, Darvish. Uh, if you want to pick a side on that Angels game, have some fun. Just don't make big investments. Dane Dunning sends a tell us some of the cheaper guys on DK. That's the approach there. Even Corbin Burns, like Bubba was saying, too, against Carrasco, who, you know, Carrasco hasn't been himself lately. We'll see if he turns it around. Anything's possible. And, of course, we're going to load up going against Jake Arrieta in this one earlier. Uh, the, the White Sox are always good. We know that. And we also talked about maybe some sneaky stacks, too, with the Seattle Mariners and the San Francisco Giants. So yep. that leaves one thing left to do. It's time to call our shot. So Bub and I are each going to go and give you a name to go yard. I'm falling behind the pack this year, man. Oh, my God. I was having a good week a couple weeks ago. had a couple in one week. I, I am – I'm not doing well in this contest. I need to step up my game. But speaking of game, you could win. Go follow us over over on LineStar uh, at Twitter on LineStar app. And you can get in and win some free swag. Just retweet this little clip here. And you can give us your home run call and get a chance to win some free stuff. I don't know. Free t-shirts. Free free t-shirt cannon. I want my own t-shirt cannon, Bubba. I just want you to know that. <laughs> You'd be amazing man, with the t-shirt cannon. Every man should have their own t-shirt cannon at any given time. So that being said, who's leaving the yard tonight? Who is your pick to click, Bubba? Well, I hear there's this guy named Jake Arietta pitching for the Philadelphia Phillies tonight. <laughs> and there's a lot of good options there. But I'm going to go with one old, old veteran here. Robbie Cano, don't you know, is going to go deep for the Mets tonight. All right, I'm going to go with the guy I should have gone with yesterday. I'm going to stick with the White Sox. I'm going to go with Luis Robert. All right, <laughs> let's go. I'm sorry I picked your teammate. Now watch tonight. Aloy's going to go yard. And Robert you know it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, just, I'm just torturing myself here. I'm just trying my best. But Robert, you're my guy tonight. Don't let me down, buddy. Maybe you could take some of the extra footage from last night's home run and roll it over into today. Are you allowed to do that in the major leagues? I hope so. Otherwise, we'll find <laughs> out. So those are our picks. Make sure you get in there. Follow us at Linestar App and at Linestar MLB. And make sure you are subscribing right here to the On Deck Podcast as well as the pre-snap. Also by Linestar, that's NFL DFS, the pre-snap show with myself and Scott Bogman. That'll start this weekend, too. Keep an eye out on Twitter for that. You can follow me on Twitter to get when that show drops too. Uh, if you're just looking to subscribe for the links or wherever it is, 
But follow me at Joe Pisa PS17 because those shows are going to come out this weekend. Next week, we're going to start the NFL slate. Bubba and I are still going to break things down in MLB. We're going to take Labor Day off. Bubba's going to go visit the in-laws. I'm sure he'd much <laughs> rather be doing the show with me. Oh, see, that's, not taking, that's not taking the weekend off for me. Uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be taking the day off on Labor Day too, though. Probably the last day off the rest of the year. So I'm going to take it now while I can get it. But we want everybody out there to have a, a very happy, healthy, and fun Labor Day weekend. Be safe. Be smart. And relax a little bit. It's been a crazy 2020. You deserve it. Play some DFS. Have some fun. And go get that Line Star app. That'll do it for me and Bubba. But the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.